Okay, the recording has started. Good morning, everybody. This is Tony Fleming. This is our 7 a.m. Eastern uh, Mindset Call. We do this call every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, uh, 6 a.m. Central, and 4 a.m. Pacific Time. And we talk about a lot of things on this call. And we, you know, we actually load this call on a podcast platform. Uh, so if you're running across this, you stumble across this out here on, on uh, we're on 16 different platforms from Breaker to iTunes to Apple, Spotify, um, a lot of different ones. And you can actually put in uh, Google Tony Fleming and put Mindset. No, 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 I'm sorry. Tony Fleming Podcast. And you'll see all of them come up. I mean, it's like crazy. If you put Tony Fleming in Podcast, if you just put Tony Fleming, you're going to see this guy come up that has these boats and yachts and all that. I'm like, whoa, who is this guy? He got boats and yachts and, you know, but if you do Tony Fleming podcast, it'll come up. And, uh, you know, on this particular call that we load on these 16 different podcasts, we talk about a lot of things. We talk about mental toughness. We talk about mindset. We talk about success. We talk about failure. We talk about, you know, affirmations. We talk about your thoughts, which is so important. Your thoughts, you know, uh, dictate your life, which is actually your paradigm. You know, if you want to research that, your paradigm is everything basically that you heard all your life, and it's like your operation mode. It's like your operating mode uh, because everything you heard all your life, you kind of operate, you know, you know, semi-automatic with that because you heard it for so long uh, growing up in your neighborhood, what you heard, uh, growing up, you know, from your teachers, from your, you know, good friends, from your pastors, from everybody that you know. And, and, and basically, uh, whatever environment you were in, you kind of heard the same thing. So if you grew up in a poor environment or a poor neighborhood or a middle-class neighborhood, and I put those two kind of together when it comes to the thought process. I know some people don't like that. They're like, man, I was, I'm, we weren't poor. We were middle class. Well, okay, I'll give you that. But I still believe that the thought process of the poor and the middle class was pretty kind of almost the same. And the things that were said have been uh, instilled in us, and they've been there for years. And our whole goal uh, on this call is to bring those thoughts up because a lot of those thoughts we have to erase. We're going to have to deprogram those thoughts and reprogram with some new thoughts because those thoughts are not going to take us. a matter of fact, whether it take us or not, it's going to hold us up from advancing, you know, because a lot of us on, on this call, a lot of us dial in, I mean, call in on this call uh, to, you know, to have success in whatever endeavor that you're doing, whatever business you're doing. And and most of the things that we do are kind of outside of the status quo. It's kind of outside of the, of the norm. So we really need to have our thoughts in line with success and thoughts in line with, you know, what it takes to win. And, and you know, I can promise you, you know, most of us grew up in, in these environments that I talk about where those thoughts were not on that. Those thoughts, matter of fact, were a lot of them were, you know, from frustration in our lives, from frustration in our parents' lives and frustration in our grandparents' lives and frustration 
from our friends that and so you know you know how you when you get frustrated and get mad at some of the stuff that you say and you wish you didn't say it that's that's on the norm with most people throughout our environments growing up you know most of the stuff that we say if we really think about it now you probably even wish you didn't hear it to be honest you but you know at that time you you know when when you're in an environment where everybody's pretty much saying the same thing, then you kind of think that's how it should be. You know, you really do. You don't understand that until you get out of that environment and get into another environment, a success environment, and start listening to the words that are being said and the thought process is being said. And then you start thinking, wait a minute, that ain't what I heard. That ain't what I heard growing up. And, you know, a lot of us still don't realize that that stuff is in us because, you know, the experts say that, you know, between the wound and age nine is that the most fertile time and that that's, this stuff sticks with us. So what we heard, you know, growing up is still in us until we go in and deprogram. And so that's what we do, and that's what we do on this call. That's what we talk about on the book club call, on the mindset call, and, um, you know, we suggest that you give this information out. Send these calls out to people. Send this, you know, podcast format out. Uh, I mean, on, send out this this information that's on loaded on this podcast. Um, again, for new people listening, it's not a podcast. It's a it's a mindset call. It's actually a conference call that we load. But share this with people and let them hear it and see what they think about it. And I would say younger people too because a lot of times the stuff that we share here we're trying to break something that's been locked in for years you know uh we're trying to break something that we're trying to get you to change your thoughts and all and and and, you know some of you all will some of you all will um but i just believe that the less time that you had it to be locked in you it's better for that person to actually erase it and, you know, deprogram it. The more you've been around, you're 40, 50, 60 years old, the more those thoughts are there and sealed in. And so it's kind of hard for you to, to shake them off, you know, not saying it can't be. Because if I, if I thought it couldn't be, I wouldn't be on these calls every morning saying that. Now, the point of that is this. You have to have new thoughts and new success thoughts to move forward in life to accomplish the goals that you're trying to accomplish. Because, again, thoughts, our paradigm, it can change our life if we change those thoughts. And it's kind of going hand in hand with what I'm going to talk about today. So, uh, But, you know, we also have a replay number on this call that you're hearing, and the replay stays up. Uh, like today is Monday, it'll be all the way up to Wednesday morning. So you can go back and listen to the replay. And then by that time, it'll be loaded on one of the podcast platforms. Well, all, on all 16 different ones. So uh, that replay number is 712-432-1085. And that pin code is 783357-POUND. So I challenge you to go back and listen to these replays and take notes and apply this information. I really do. I challenge you. That's why I say it all the time. And every time this call starts, I say it. Because why do you think that? I have to say it. I have to keep saying it because repetition is key. That is the only thing that's going to give us the growth that we need and the, the, 
the thing that will allow us to reprogram and deprogram is that you hear it all the time. Because I know some of you all who are on this call all the time, like, well, Tony, you keep saying the replay, or Tony, you keep saying the same spiel at the beginning of each call. And I'm telling you, it takes a lot of times of hearing that. It takes <laughs> millions of times of hearing something before you all actually move. And it doesn't guarantee that you're going to move. Some of y'all might start moving right away, but some of y'all have to hear this, you know, until you, you with a walking cane, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I got it, repetition. Oh, I need to go back and listen to the replay. Oh, I, I know now what I hear. Like, <laughs> I know, you know, I laugh, but, you know, a lot of times my laughter is to keep from crying. You know what I'm saying? So I laugh. And when you say, well, Tony, you laugh a lot. Well, yeah, <laughs> I would normally be crying a lot, I guess, if I did laugh because, uh, you know, it's it's just it's amazing what our thoughts can do and it, what our thoughts, how our thoughts can advance us and how thoughts can also hold us back. Like like um, uh, Dr. Um, I'm going to say CB. Not Dr. C. <laughs> but Dr. C. B. probably thought the same way, too. Uh, uh, the What's the name of? <laughs> Come on now. Dispenza, yeah, Dr. Dispenza, thinking. Uh, he talks about that, um, you know, every time we hear a thought, every time we think a thought, and our subconscious takes it in, as if it's happening to us right now. So if you have thoughts of success right now, your subconscious is, is dancing and saying, we have success, we have success. So if you have thoughts of failure, your subconscious is also sucking that in. So when you wake up every morning, what are you thinking when you roll out of bed? And that's what we try to get to because some of y'all just rolled out. <laughs> so we try to get to you early before you get hit with this. Oh, uh, here we go. Same old day. What you going to do now? Here you go, you know, Monday. And uh, that's how, like, Eric Thomas always say, thank God it's Monday. Um, we got to get us in that thought process. Or not even not even in the thought process, but noticing the thoughts that you have. That's That's the key. You have to notice what you're thinking, and then you got to kind of, you know, because most of it is not that positive. you got to stop that at some point and then, you know, put new thoughts in. That's why a lot of times we start off the morning with affirmations, uh, you know, or you do your prayer or whatever you do because, you know, it's to to get that day going with the correct thoughts, folks. So that's what we do. Um, man, and, 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 you know, like I said, it's in line with kind of like what I'm about, about to talk about now, which is uh, I'm coming from the new book that we just started on uh, on Saturday, uh, The Magic of Believing by Claude Bristol. And, uh, you know, I've been reading it. I said I was going to try to finish this book by the time I leave Jamaica, which is tomorrow. So I don't know if I'm going to finish it. And I thought about it, too. I don't know if I need to finish it because I want to kind of go a little slower than what you all are doing. So so by the time I get to some of these things I'm going to talk about, then you've already read it. And, uh, 
And so now I can, you know, kind of talk about it and see if we can, you know, put our thoughts together and see if it's the same thing that we were thinking as we were reading that. So if I jump ahead too much, then I don't think, um, you know, we can kind of be, you know, on the same page, even though I can give you the pages, but that's kind of not, not, not the same. Matter of fact, I'd like to see if you all are maybe even highlighting some of the things I'm going to talk about. And since, since um, uh, we're going to talk about that, let's talk about it right now. All right. So uh, I'm talking today from, uh, if you have the, the, you know, some people have these special books like Dr. Nicole has the Magic of Believing Study Guide. <laughs> so if you have the study guide, then I don't, you know, the pages might not be in line with where I'm coming from, but you can kind of search to find it. But, uh, you know, if you have just the, the book Magic of Believing, I'm on page uh, 19 uh, where it says Mind Stuff Experiment. Mind stuff experiments, and I'm dropping down all the way down to the bottom of the page. Uh, I guess to the last paragraph, or not the yeah, the last paragraph where it starts off with the automobile. And uh, so he says here the automobile, the skyscraper, the great planes, the sweep, the stratosphere, the sewing machine, the tiny pen. A thousand of one things. Now, you know, this book was written in 1946. And so he was thinking about and talking about all the accomplishments that happened in. So right now, 2021, I could throw in also the, uh, the social media, the internet, uh, the cell phone, um, what else? Uh, new technology since then, you know, I don't know, flat screen televisions, all these things. All these things, you know, like he says, a million of objects, a million of objects, where they come from originally from our thoughts. He says only one source from that strange force thought. He called it strange force thought. And as we realize further, and again, let me say this too for new people who are first time listening, the goal, you know, for us is to have success in our business. All right, and so to have success in our business, we have to change the way we look at it. We have to see that that's one of the things that, that causes big-time failure with people because we don't understand how we should look at business, the process that we should look at it, the, the, uh, the challenges that we're going to have, you know, how you put everything together and know, like, you know, um, before you start a business, you know, you look, you count the cost. You count the cost. And one of the things you have to do is understand your thoughts when it comes to that. You know, like the story I always like to tell, and I've told this for years, uh, hadn't said it lately, though, is the the thought process of the businessman when he gets started in a traditional business. You know, that person who's who's putting up a lot of money, that person who's investing a lot of time, you know, like start a restaurant or start something that, you got to go borrow money. You got to you got you got to hustle to get this money together, and you already have a thought process when you start of where you're going to be. That's a difference, kind of like in what we do uh, when when we call our you know we talk about our home based business or our phone based business. Now it's pretty much the phone, so we got a phone based business. But a lot of us don't add up the cost. We don't we don't count the cost of what it takes to win 
in business. We kind of just rolled into it because a lot of us are, you know, uh, product users or, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, product users that kind of like that. And then you say, hey, I might make some money. I want to make some money. But a lot of us don't sit down and count the cost. But let's take a traditional business person who has to write out uh, a plan when he goes to the bank to say, look, this is what we're going to do, this, 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 and this is how this is going to happen, this, 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 this. And that's why we need to borrow this amount of money from you guys because we got this plan laid out. And I already know when this happens, we're going to do this. When that happens, we're going to do that. We got, And the banker looks at that plan and says, huh, okay. Then they look at you and your background and see, you know, if you're worth the investment. Because the bankers, they don't, you know, I mean, going to say they don't care as much about who it is because there are some – a lot of isms out here from racism to sexism. So a lot of times people do look at you and decide kind of on that. But let's just throw that out the window for this morning call and just say, you know, when when they look at that, they say, okay, this person has really, really uh, put thought behind this. This person has really, really, you know, figured out the process. And, and, and back to the point I was going to make, the story I always tell is, the uh, the restaurant story of the lady who went to interview uh, the guy who owned the restaurant. As a matter of fact, he had owned like, you know, 16 different fat, you know, like an Applebee's or something. He had a bunch of them. And she was just, you know, going in to write a story for her magazine. And she started, she sat down with him to talk with him. And, you know, one of the things that, that really um, I love about that conversation um, was that, you know, she asked him about certain, I would say negative things, you know, or no, not negative, just things that normally happen in business, like, like, you know, young kids that you hire quit because something is happening that week and you, they, you won't let them off and, and they want to go to this concert and their mindset at that time at 17, 18, Man, I'm going to this concert, so they quit the job. Or something comes up and they want to go on a trip somewhere and they they just ask to take off and you say no and they just don't show up and they do. And so she was asking him stuff like that, you know, what do you do when that happens? And she also was asking him stuff like, uh, you know, when the soda machine breaks or something or you got a, a room full of people in here and and, you know, Coke didn't show up to supply this stuff. And, you know, she was doing stuff like that, asking questions. And he was kind of getting annoyed, you know, with the questions, not not more annoyed of her, but just annoyed because because he, you know, he he didn't, he didn't understand, you know, why she was asking that because to him he felt like that's a no-brainer. You know what I mean? She's like, he, he felt like, you, she was trying to get him to give her an answer that he thought she should already know those answers, and she didn't because he kept saying, I mean, what do you mean? You know, what are you talking about? I mean, what do you, what do you mean? Are you, are you trying to get a new answer or something? No, she was just trying to get a answer, and he assumed that everybody had already had that thought process uh, that he had, you know, that – you know, it doesn't matter if they don't show up. It doesn't matter. 
if the Coke machine's not working. It doesn't matter if this is going on while we got a crowd of people because his thought process is, you know, the show must go on. Next, next person in, if if, if the kid don't show up, then I fill in. You know, if the, but he was uh, he was thinking, you know, why are you asking me that? You, is it a don't you already know that answer? He didn't say it to her like that, but that's what he was confused at, and she was confused that why he was confused. But that means that he had already gone through that whole process when he started his company, his restaurant, of all these things that's going to happen, and he counted the cost. And that thought process of his was, okay, so what? I'll go in there and flip the burgers if I have to. Uh, so what? I'll figure out how to get this the uh the drinks that we need to get to people so what i don't and so that's the thought process that a lot of us need to have in our business and so that's why i talk about this stuff all the time when some people new get on or some of y'all have been on for a while you're trying to figure out or you're trying to get the information of you know you know what do i say when this person says this you know you know that script type thing you're trying to get that and I'm trying to give you what do you think when this person does this? Or what do you think when this happens to you? And what do you think about when, you know, you feel like your business is not growing and you feel like I'm trying to get you that because remember, your thoughts can change your life because it'll change your actions. It'll, it'll, it'll keep you from, you know, being depressed all the time because you have to change those thoughts and then those thoughts will change your life. And so that's the, the reason. And, you know, I'm, I keep trying to say this all the time because we have new people coming on and then some of y'all still don't get it. You know, some of y'all still don't get it. It takes, you know, there's a difference in a new person that's coming in business to make some money that hadn't thought anything out in a person who's getting ready to start a traditional business that has to put up a lot of money, that has saved money, that have wanted borrowing money, that know that this shot might be my only shot, then they counted the cost, man. They sit down with pen and paper, and they sit down. Not only did they draw out the game plan of how much they're going to spend, and they also drew out in their mind, when this happens, I'm going to do this. When that happens, I'm going to do that. And what I'm saying to you all that most of us who come on board here to go make, I don't care if it's $100 or $500. We're not thinking that way. We're not thinking that way. See, we're thinking, give me the, the questions to ask or give me the script to ask. And so we want to go, see, here's the thing. We want to go ask that script or ask the question to a person. Now, what you're not thinking about is what if they don't answer it the way that the script says, which a lot of times they don't then what are you going to do? And see, if we get our thoughts right, our mentality right, it, it ain't going to matter. Man, you, you got to hear me on this. It's not going to matter. Like I said, the, when you get your, your stuff in place, the facts don't really count a lot of times. You know, I'm talking about the, the, the hardcore negative facts that you have that, you know, you won't be successful or, you know, you don't know anybody that has been successful or these things don't work. And all, the, all that stuff is not going to even count if you laid out your plans and have your thoughts ready because you're going to go through the numbers. You're going to talk to 
the people that you need to talk to. You're going to do the things, but it all stems from there. He talks about everything that was created comes from there. You know, he he uh, says here, it's just as Buddha said many centuries ago. All that we are is the result of what we have thought. And I'm telling you, most folks go and see, most people go into this thing, you know, or start this venture or do it without even thinking about the cost and the process that you have to go through. And so I'm trying to tell you here that mental toughness is the key, meaning that the tougher you are mentally, the better chance you're going to have success. You know why? Because you're going to get a lot of bricks thrown at you, not physically. You're not going to get stoned to death, but you're going to get a lot of bricks thrown at you, meaning, you know, negative objections, meaning um, negative friends that you hang around or, or family members and um, just the whole process of you doing something outside of the norm, outside of the status quo, outside of the box, you're going to get a lot of arrows shot at you. You're going to get a lot of – and you have to be mentally strong to keep going during that time because all you're trying to do is get to the other side because once you get to the other side, success will happen, and, you know, a lot of things will change then. But if you can't make it to that other side, meaning that through the, the, the arrows and the, and the negativity, the thoughts that you have in your mind and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't matter what you get as for ammunition. It doesn't matter what you have uh, as for even a video or even an a audio, even a, 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 a um a Zoom that we do or whatever, it doesn't matter. You can have all that because your thoughts. Look, I was talking last night to a few people, and I read this uh, part that was in the book, and let's see here. All right, so I guess the call-around number will drop you <laughs> after about maybe 20, 30 minutes. You had to call back in again. Because so that happened again. That happened last time. So it just happened again. It just dropped me. So, But uh, I'm back on here. Um, but I was looking for this question that I asked uh, last night, and uh, hold on a second. I got a text too between that conversation where uh, what about those thoughts that that think they are already tough and those that care what others. I don't understand this. What about those? Okay. What about those that think they are already tough and they don't care what others think of them? You you said think they are already tough, but. 
are they already tough? See, that's the that's the that's the question. The ones who think that they are already tough, um, they have they haven't gone through this process yet to even know that. It's a lot of people that get started in our business who think that they're tough until they get hit with things that they didn't think about. You know, like, like, you know, I always get example of uh, the guy that, that was, uh, you know, he was the go-to man in the family. You know, he had his master's degree, uh, maybe even had a PhD. He had, he had a lot of stuff going on, you know, when it comes to education and, how the family members actually admired him so much. They used to call him all the time about everything. And, and you know, remember I told the story that I met with him. Um, I met with him uh, at Starbucks over in Atlanta, over off uh, um, on the south side over there, not not uh, Canada Road, but right before that was the Cascade. So I met with him over there at Cascade at that Starbucks. And we were going to just um, do what we call, you know, um, you know how you pass the phone three-way calls more than anything. Then just, you know, I was going to sit next to him. And then so he was going to call his prospects instead of saying, you know, I need to three-way this guy in. I got him sitting here with me and, uh, you know, do the edification thing and then let me talk with him. And so, you know, he had his list of names and all that. And we started that process that day. And I remember – uh, it was interesting because, you know, that Starbucks was kind of empty that morning, so it was just us in there. And and so he started calling all his family members. And the shock, <laughs> the shock and awe, <laughs> they say the shock and awe that hit him was, it, it was, it, and I was sitting there next to him, and I want to grin and laugh because I know what he's going through, but I didn't because, you know, this was new to him, and, you know, when you think that you are strong and you think that you're a strong leader and you think that you, you know, that's that's when you're within that box. That's when you're within that, the status quo and the norm of what people accept as, you know, what you should do. So when he started calling them and, you know, mentioning that he started a business, mentioning that it's a – uh, home. And then, you know, he always, he kept doing this and I told him not to, but he kept, you know how some of y'all do the same thing when you say something like, uh, you know, if he said something like, uh, uh, yeah, I know that you've heard of these type things and so did, so have I, but you know, when I researched it, cause you know, he's the, he's the guy that they go to and I looked at it and I'm telling you all, you know, I approve of this message, and I really believe that this is how we should be doing business. And I, and so that normally works when you're inside the box. That normally works when you're doing something that society considers normal. But when you when they're looking at something that's not normal, and you start talking that to them, they go past who you are a lot of times, unless you are really, really an influencer. And he found out that day that he really, really is not influenced <laughs> because each call, it just hurt him that they didn't have time to listen. They said they were going to call right back. And I think a lot of them was calling the other family members, telling them, you know, hey, John Doe about to call. And, talk. and so 
it was just shocking for him. He's like, they always give me the time of the day. They always thought, this is strange today. They, they, they're, they you know, they're, 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 they're never busy when I call. They always stop to talk to me. And so I was trying to share with him that, look, man, you're doing something way outside of what the norm for them. See, your PhD is the norm for them. You know, they, they love that. Your master's degree, they love that. But now you're talking something else. Unless you're a, a real, real influencer to where you can move the needle on some of these people and get them to really, really, you, you find out where you are. And so he thought he was tough. He thought that he could do these things. He thought that, and, and so, you know, need, needless to say, <laughs> That was the last time I saw him. <laughs> it didn't take but that one day to take him out. It didn't take that. Now, think about it. That took him out, and I'm sitting next to him, the, the money man. I'm sitting next to him, the guy that has, you know, broke the records and doing this stuff. That you, that I'm, I'm sitting next to him, and I'm telling him that this is a process. He still didn't. So think about your friends or your associates that you, that you enroll that you're not there with them and they're trying to do these calls and they're trying to talk to people and they're getting beat up. Think about their process. I know they're going to tell you it doesn't bother them, but their actions will show that it does because all of a sudden now, um, you know, I forgot that I had to do Bible study tonight or I forgot that this was my sorority meeting tonight or I forgot that this tonight that I promised my pet snake that I would walk my pet snake. And now you can't do that to a pet snake. If you tell a pet snake on Wednesday that you got to walk your pet snake, then you got to walk your pet snake. So I can't really do the business now. I can't really do the business on this time. See, what they're saying to you is they just got hammered <laughs> by somebody <laughs> that that they thought, was going to listen to them, and they got hammered by And see, all of that is what I'm talking about here, is that if we can, we can get our, our thoughts together and know that, you know, it's a process that we have to go through and that you got to go through those numbers of people that's going to say this and say that and say this and say that, and you just, you have to kind of like, you know, your thought, you should be, look, <laughs> You know, tell me yes, tell me no, hurry up, I got to go. Now, you don't have to say that to them, but you got to say it in your mind, okay, if this no comes, I got to go to the next. I got to go. That's all mental toughness, folks. And the ones who win eventually get that. Eventually get it. And the ones who are not winning, they don't get it because they just don't. They don't get it, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm trying to get you all to get it. And it doesn't mean that you are going to get it, you know, but I'm just saying some of you all will. But I was looking for that, uh, the question, here it is. And we were talking about this last night, and uh, it says, um, uh, where is it? Um, that this doctor that actually passed away, uh, they were talking about was a believer in this phenomenon that people call. And that phenomenon was this, but he declared that there was a definite scientific proof, definite scientific proof that man could project his thoughts 
even at a greater distances into other minds. He could project his thoughts even at greater distances into other minds. And so we talked about what do you think that means? And, you know, we came up with, you know, your thoughts are like a dog that when a dog comes near a person and, and they pick up that, you know, you fear them, they bark at you, you know, not to be, you know, you know, I'm a bad dog or something like they want, but they can feel that, that fear in you, and which is, you know, kind of puts fear in them or scares them a little bit. So they get to barking at you. It's the same thing that, you know, you come, let's say you, you walk into somebody's home and you get ready to sit down with them to talk to them about your business, or you get somebody on a Zoom, or you get somebody on a conference call, and your goal is to talk to them about that business. I'm telling you, and it says here, your thoughts, can, even the great distances into other minds, that fear that you have, that disbelief that you have about, I don't care how you bouncing off the wall. I don't care you know, what you're screaming, that will be picked up by the other person listening. That's why you know, that's why when you somebody of confidence, you know, somebody on the white horse walk in the room and somebody that you talk to, you you can feel that confidence with them. And that's why a lot of times when you're with a person, you know, like if you go out with a leader, that confidence jumps into you because you, you're with that person. And you can feel it because you said that you're, your thoughts, you know, would go great distances into other minds. So think about how, you know, we, we get on here and posture, you know, and we, we say that, you know, we're going to do this and, you know, we're going to do that and, we you know, we're going to do all these things and, and you know, but in, in your innermost thoughts, you know, you're not thinking that you're, you're not thinking that. And, and, and that can be detected and picked up because it travels. And see, that's the thing that, you know, he, he was talking about in the book that this particular doctor even agreed, agreed with him on that. Now this doctor passed away, but he was saying that all the other doctors and all the others was thinking I was a quack was thinking that, you know, and like some of you all are thinking that now that's it. You know, Tony, that's not, you know, you know, like like when we talk about people and we say stuff is if those thoughts don't travel, you know, I'm saying it's like that. Oh, that's some whack stuff. That ain't true. They, that can't happen. You know, and so that's he was trying to say that this one particular doctor that he had been working with for years had passed away. And he was, you know, happy that this one guy was even on his side because how we look at physicians and how we look at people who are successful you know, to use this guy as an example to him, he was saying that he even agrees with this, and he knew because a lot of y'all didn't do that. Y'all didn't agree with it. And so that's what he was talking about in that particular paragraph that, you know, I had this guy who grew up in the box, who learned in the box, but he also believes in my thought process that's outside of the box. And he's the guy that y'all give credibility to. And that's what he was trying to say in that paragraph. But, you know, I just went back to that to say that, you know, everything that we think, everything now, now, 
this going to frustrate you. And I don't, don't get mad and get off the phone today and say, well, I'm, I'm going to try to, because it's going to be tough for you to, to just start just blocking thoughts, blocking thoughts, block, because you're going to realize what's going to keep popping up in your head all day. The way you start blocking thoughts, blocking thoughts, blocking thoughts is to feed your mind new thoughts. And the way you feed your mind new thoughts are from books. The way you feed your mind new thoughts are from audios. It's not from the news. It's not from the TV shows you watch. It's not from all that stuff. That's the same old stuff. You're getting the same old stuff over and over and over. You're getting programmed even more. The way you change your thoughts is to find you know, mind alter well, not mind alter, but you know, you got to find thought provoking books, which really will alter your mind. You got to find b- books and stuff that that talk about things that will help you have success in business and life. And that's how you start, because you can't just go all day. You're gonna be frustrated the day trying to block a thought, block a thought, block a thought, block a thought, block a. You know, <laughs> you could do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, you know, I, I put my headset on and just. Listen to affirmations over and over and over. You can do it, but you we gotta we gotta keep feeding our stuff so much information of the new stuff that that it overrides a lot of that stuff before it even comes up. And so a lot of this stuff, not to say that it's gonna ever stop, because Art Williams, who became a almost a billionaire, if he did become a billionaire, um, felt like, you know, he thought that by doing that, that some of these thoughts would go away. He said, no, they're still there. He said, I, I just, I was hoping that I could just be positive for one whole day. From the time I wake up to the end of the day, I just felt like I wanted to, and he said, he realized that that wouldn't happen, even though he's a billionaire. But what he did realize is that, you know, when you start feeding your mind so much that those things don't stay around as long because those other thoughts override it you know th- those thoughts override it when you read read stuff like you know think and grow rich or or this book the magic of believe and all so your whole thought process will change once you feed your mind a lot of this stuff now it ain't gonna change overnight it's just not gonna change overnight you gotta you gotta it's some work that we have to put in now, I know we all wish we could just take a pill, get a shot, and then, you know, it's going to be over with, and I'm done. Nope. Now, that was a movie out where that guy had this pill, I think I talked to you all about, that had, um, I forgot who started the movie, but, you know, he would take this pill, and all of a sudden, boom, you know, magical thoughts, success theories, uh, numbers come in his head, and, boy, you know he got hooked on that pill because he was <laughs> the funniest scene in that whole movie, and it wasn't supposed to be funny, was that he had this one pill left, and these guys were coming. The Limitless, yeah, that's it, that's it, Chris. The movie's called Limit Limitless, and uh, uh, not Al Pacino, but uh, what's the other guy that was just starred in that movie? Uh, he was a stockbroker. Well, he was a stockbroker. He was an investor. Um, I was. These two, you know, I always say these are the three best actors that, you know, for a long time. Al Pacino, Denzel, and uh, y'all tell me who the other guy is. Robert De Niro. Yeah, Robert De Niro. <laughs> but it was a scene in, in, uh, in the movie where the, the bad guys was coming for him. You know, I'm just using the term bad guys. And 
he was moving or something, and he, he had this one pill left. And, 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 and if I can remember accurately, I could be wrong with this, but it was almost like he was diving for a fumble, you know, to try to grab that pill before somebody else grabbed it. <laughs> and they tore that whole apartment up. I mean, it was a fight because he was addicted to that. He had to get that pill, you know what I'm saying, because once he took it, it – his whole thought process would change. His whole, I mean, he would become this brilliant guy. Uh, that's a good movie, too. If y'all haven't watched Limitless, you know, because y'all out there, I'm sure it's on one of those, uh, you know, movie channels or something where you can see it, um, that, you know, this pill and that he took. But what I'm saying is we don't have a pill like this, folks. The pill that you have to take is every day, doing something, reading something, listening to something that's going to override the stuff that's in you all day long. And that's what you have to do to do it. So, man, I didn't even read what I was supposed to be reading. I just kept start talking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I said a lot. I said a lot. I really did. I mean, you know, I believe somebody, I'm telling you, when I'm long gone, you know, I'm talking about long gone, because these are being documented, these calls are going to be out forever. You know, the, you know, these podcasts, these, these companies going to hold on to this stuff and probably eventually make money from it. You know, but I, I promise you there's going to be some people stumbling across this that don't even know me years past and going to listen to this and going to grab it and run with it and do something with it. I, I know, I already know that. It's almost like was the painter, the, the painter that, uh, what was his name? He died broke. Not to say I'm going to die broke, but he died broke, and he couldn't sell anything. They wouldn't buy his painting. And after he died, somebody stumbled across it, and, you know, I don't know who, for whatever it was, and then he started this stuff starts selling like millions of dollars of stuff. You know, it was like just people just buying his paintings because he had borrowed money from his brother, borrowed money from his family and, uh, and people wasn't feeling him. And he just didn't, he didn't stop. He just kept going and, 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 uh, and he kept painting and doing his stuff. And, uh, and he became very, very successful long after he was gone. Now I'm not saying I'm that painter. I'm not saying I'm. I'm just saying that somebody's gonna stumble across this stuff because everything you say now is being saved and it's gonna be out here some way. So you can always go back and find that. You know, before that wasn't the case. You didn't. You couldn't do that, but now you can. And I, I just believe that this information, if you all are not taking advantage of it, I don't know some of you all are not. If you're not, somebody will, because it needs to touch numbers. It needs to be a lot of other people here. That's why I say share this stuff with others. That's that's one of the things that makes people successful. You ever, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you get you get connected with a, a group of people that like a rapper or a singer gets with a record label, and then they have outlets to really get their music out to where the masses of people can hear it. And so when the masses of people can hear it, then their numbers you know, I like I used to think about how small these numbers are that made successful rappers or, or, or uh, you know, singers. 
I mean, because they say a million records sold. I mean, they they saying, man, you you sold a million albums from this one, but you are such and such. So think about it. Just in the United States alone, it's 400 people, 400 million people, 400 million. So in the world, I don't know how many people are in the world. And you telling me that a million souls makes you, that's a, that's like less than one of one percent. But in order for those even to get that out, you know, even a, a Google what a best-selling book is. You're gonna be amazed on that number. I can't think what that number is. When they say this guy has a bestseller, you're gonna you're gonna be amazed on what that number is because it's a small amount based on all the people in the world. You know, it's a small amount. Uh, but, you know, my point was that a distribution label or whatever got this particular singer to, to the masses, and a lot of people like the songs and like the thought process. And the rapper and liked his, his lyrics and liked that thought process, and they got it. And that's why I said a lot of this stuff is going to be, you know, we all going to be long gone, and it's going to be out there. Just like we, you know, people go to the library and search for stuff, they'll be able to go on the internet and just, you know, they'll do hashtag or they'll put in, you know, mindset or they'll put in something, and all the documented stuff that's been saved is gonna pop up. You know, somebody in twenty sixty was it twenty twenty one now in twenty sixty five will be listening to this. <laughs> So what's up, man? Whatever, whatever, whatever kind of language y'all using in 2065, you know, what's up? <laughs> you like, what do you mean, what's up? <laughs> what, what do you mean by that? So, <laughs> all right, folks, that's it. That's all she wrote. Pen and the pencil broke. We out of here. Uh, uh, be back. So Wednesday we'll be back in. Uh, back in uh, our typical format, and I have the mystery voice, and we're going to get back rolling again. But go back and listen to this. Share it with somebody. You know, send it out to people. I don't care if they don't respond to you. Just send it to five or six people. That's why I keep telling y'all, post the flyer on your page. Be consistent with that. You don't know who watching and listening that don't care about whatever product you have, don't care about but they might care about this, and they might want to listen to what you're doing based on this. They might not. I don't know. But it's another another way of putting stuff out here, touching people, and seeing, you know. Because I know I had plenty of people that have started before and realized, I didn't know that y'all were doing this. I didn't know that y'all were teaching this. I didn't know y'all was talking about that. So, you know, I'm not asking you to do that to help me. I'm saying help you. Oh, how would they say, allow me to help you help you or something like that. I can't, <laughs> whatever that phrase is that people say, allow me to help you help you or something. So, all right, we're out of here. Y'all have a great day. Um, as they say here uh, in Jamaica, I like that too. I mean, but we've been, you know, songs been out on that for the longest. But I notice a lot of the brothers around here say one love. So, one love, folks. One love. We out of here. All right. Bye.